is a bit of a longer episode today, my love, and I'm not even apologizing because it is jam-packed with value. Oh my days, we are talking all of the things about what your business might need next. If you don't know what to do because you don't know what your business needs next to really leap forward, you don't know where to put your attention and focus so that you can move the needle and start making some more money already, then you are going to love today's episode. I'll be sharing with you my three C's of generating sales plus a bonus point, which I just happen to know you're going to be obsessed with. This makes it so easy so that not only can you figure out right here, right now with me today, what to be focusing on in your business, what it needs next to be making more money, but you can apply this at any point you like going forward. So anytime you start to feel overwhelmed or stuck, you can come back to these three C's. You're gonna love them. And so today we're gonna be doing a deep dive on your business to uncover what the heck it needs next so that you can go and make that happen. Definitely grab a pen and paper. It's gonna be that kind of an episode. Let's do it. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, limitless mothers. How are you doing? It's Cory Javid here from CoryJavid.com. If I sound slightly different today, it's because yes, I've been really sick. So If you're a regular listener to the show, you'll know that last week we only had one episode instead of our usual two. Boo, I missed it. I missed speaking with you ladies, but I have been really ill and I'm feeling way better now, but it's one of those really annoying, lingering things that I just haven't actually quite shaken off yet. And it's actually quite hilarious because (laughs) literally the week before I got struck with this, I was having a conversation with a client about how I believe I have manifested a better immune system. (laughs) Ah, irony's lost. Not the irony's not lost on me there. Um, I genuinely still stand by that claim though. I'm not claiming that I never get sick, but I used to get ill all the time, like every little cold and cough and sore throat going around I used to get, and I don't anymore, Um, but I did get this. So anywho, recovering from that, but I have been reflecting on how fortunate I am and how grateful I am for my team. Love you team. I know you all listen. (laughs) Having them just beavering away, making sure things are ticking over. I'm so appreciative of my clients who were super understanding when I had to cancel calls, which I hate to do and pretty much never do because my clients are everything. (laughs) Just everybody's been really nice. My husband was really good and he's not actually the best like nurse (laughs) when you're sick, but he went out really late at night to buy me medicine. My daughter was so sweet. She went and Um, chose me some of her favorite crystals from her crystal collection, which is pretty extensive at this point, (laughs) and popped them on my bedside table to make me feel better and to give me quote unquote healing vibes. Ah, love her. (laughs) So yeah, so actually I had lots of reasons to be grateful, even though I was really ill. But I'm here because I have to tell you something so exciting. I don't know if you've seen the teasers last week. They were going out despite me and not doing anything. The beauty of having a team and things like schedulers, right? (laughs) Um, But you may have seen the teasers and you may have even already seen an email in your inbox if you are on my email list. If you're not on my email list, what have you been doing? I sent out some amazing emails, particularly on Tuesdays, just saying. And you may already know, but if you don't, then drumroll please. From today, which I'm when I'm recording this, which is Monday the 7th of October, right up until Sunday the 13th of October, it is free template week. Ah, 
What am I even talking about? Free template week. Yes, for reals. Free template week. I am giving everybody in my tribe, so that's you if you are listening to this show, I'm giving everybody one free template from the Limitless Mother template shop. Get yourself over there. Choose which one you want. CorryJaffa.com forward slash shop and tell me which one you want and we will send it to you. So The way that you do this is if you are on my email list, you already have an email with instructions. Just go there, follow the instructions. Um, If you're not on my email list yet, then you simply need to go to corriejavid.com forward slash free template week and you will find more instructions there totally free, no strings attached. You can have one and go and implement it fast in your business. That is the point of these templates. Implement it fast and enjoy that business magic. If you don't know what I'm even talking about, well, first of all, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash shop and check out my templates. What is a template? If you're new and you don't even know and you've never bought one before and you've never used one, then oh my goodness, you've got a treat in store for you. Basically, Now, one I wish used to exist when I was kind of probably where you're at right now. So anytime in my business, I totally nail something. (laughs) So that could be, well, the one that I always use as an example, just because I'm so stinking proud of this one, is the lead magnet landing page template. That one is the template that you can use to learn not only what to say on a landing page for a freebie or lead magnet, but how to say it in a way that it really connects with ideal clients. So you're, so people sign up and they subscribe to your email list because they want that freebie, they want that lead magnet, but not just anybody, people who are ideal clients. Because what is the point of having loads of people on your email list if they're not potential ideal clients, right? So that particular template, it tells you not ex- not just what to say. It's literally like fill in the blanks, say this, then something along these lines, and then do this. It's super easy to follow. So you've got none of that staring at a blank screen kind of horror that sometimes we suffer, that sometimes we suffer with. Not only that, but it tells you exactly how to lay it out as well. So the right structure of like put this information first, break it up in this way. And I give you an example of one of my landing pages. My landing pages convert at between, I mean, I think the lowest has been in the 60s, but around 70, 72% typically. And that blows industry standards out of the water, which is it's one why I talk about so often. And it's not just me getting that kind of result from that template. My clients and other women who have bought this template report the same back to me too. So that's what I'm super proud of. I'm proud of all of these things, but that's just an example. So that's what I mean by template. It's when I have absolutely nailed something in my business, I've done all of the research, the learning, the buying the courses, the getting support, testing, tweaking, refining, perfecting. Oh, all of that, I've done it for you. And then I just lay it out for you in the most easy to follow steps. Do this, then do that, and kaboom, business magic. And of course, because it's me, I pair each template with a bespoke, tailor-made dash of woo. Of course I do, because we can't have the practical without the woo, can we? Then we don't get the magical, sparkling results if we forget the woo. So there's no forgetting the woo. Each template comes with its very own dash of woo, like I said, tailor-made for the thing that you're doing in particular to help it all go off with a bang and to get your mindset on point or use the powers of manifestation to help you get those really crazy results. So that's just one example of one template. I may mention some others uh, later, but if you haven't headed over, go and check out all of them. Choose which one you like best and get yours for free. And again, if you're not on my email list and you didn't get that email, then you can sign up at corriejavid.com forward slash free template week. Okay, so exciting announcement out of the way. But I'm also super excited for today's show. Today's episode was inspired by a question sent to me by one of our lovely Limitless Money course students. So she finished the course. She's all fired up. Her money mindset is on point, obviously. She was like, Corey, I want to buy one of your templates, but I don't know which one to get first because I don't know what my business needs next, essentially. Those weren't her words verbatim, but that was the crux of her message. And then proceeded to tell me what's going on with her business right now. And I 
gave her some tailored advice, of course, because I'm nice like that. Um, but I also asked her if she minded me making a show out of this because although the specifics of where she's at in her business might be unique to her, essentially the help she needed was what I think many of you might need. And that is how to know what your business needs next. So what do you do when you don't know what your business needs next? So let's answer that on today's show for you. And certainly it's been help that I've required in the past. So I totally get it if you're there. So if you have like a million ideas, but you don't know which one to implement first in your business, then this episode's for you. Or if that shiny object syndrome has been setting in lately and you've been hopping from thing to thing, getting lured in by Facebook ads, it can happen to the best of us from people telling you that this is the magical key to wild profits. Or if you're just like, I want to just grow my audience or I want to just increase my income and I don't want to increase my hours and I don't know which thing I need to do next in my business to get those results. If any of this is resonating and you wish someone would just tell you what you really need next in your business, this episode is for you because I get it. Of course I do. I've totally been there in the past and I've made the wrong decision about what my business needs next too before. I like to keep it real with you. And if you listened to the previous episode, I think it was the last one, my five favorite failures in business, then you'll know that I'm talking about that time when I fell down the funnel rabbit hole. So doing all of that, throwing myself into the funnel rabbit hole was not what my business needed at that point. Yes, I learned some things and I don't generally bother myself with regrets in business. We learn, we move on, but that wasn't what my business needed. I could have focused my attention at that time on something that would have moved my business forward faster. So that's what I want for you. This doesn't happen to me anymore. I always know what my business needs next now because I figured this out. So I'm going to help you to do exactly the same. So it doesn't matter where you are in your business. At any point, you can apply what you're going to learn today. Before we dig in and I help you figure out what it is that you need next in your business, here's why you want to know this. So it might sound kind of obviously like, well, obviously I want to know what my business needs next, but I want you to be really certain on why we're doing this. And it's because when you're crystal clear on what your business needs next, you can focus, you can be focused AF. (laughs) And lacking that focus is one of the big reasons why I see people feeling stuck or feeling overwhelmed. Because when you don't have that clarity and you don't actually know what your business needs, what you should or could be doing to move your business forward, it's hard to gain any true momentum, right? So you end up either trying all the things, the famous throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. And when we're trying all the things, let's be honest, we're not doing all of them well, are we? (laughs) Or perhaps you just feel like you should be doing all of the things, which makes you feel overwhelmed because you aren't managing to. And then you would, and then you're feeling, and then part of you feels like if only you could just do all of the things, then you'd get those results. But wrong, we know that that's not true, right? So when you have this clarity of focus and you know what you're working towards, you know in your soul what your business needs next, it makes it so much easier to show up in your business and give the benefit of your focus, your attention, and your energy, because we don't have a ton of time. We're mothers and business owners, right? We don't want to be spending hours and hours moving our business forward. We want to go forward in leaps and bounds, right? And so that's what this helps you with, because you can narrow that laser focus of your attention, energy, and time on the right things. And that's what moves your business forward. So that's why we're talking about this today, not just to get you unstuck or unmuddle you or help you see the way forward, but because in doing so, you know what you need to be doing. You can be focusing on the right things, get the right stuff done. Okay. What we really want to be doing, uh, to use a quote from Brendan Bouchard, is we want to find out what the main thing is because, and this is his quote, the main thing is keeping the main thing the main thing. I love that quote because it's so useful, right? Okay, so what is your main thing? How on earth do you know what your business needs next? 
let's break it down. Get your notepad and pen ready. It is definitely a note-taking kind of an episode. Or if you can't, just listen in and maybe listen again later with a paper and a pen. Okay, actually, before we dive in, I am making some assumptions today. So I'm assuming you already have an established web presence. I'm not going to be talking about the very, very beginners here. And I'm already assuming that you are working on your mindset. (laughs) You know I love to talk about mindset. You know that working on your money mindset in particular is going to be so instrumental in moving your business forward. So I'm assuming that we're on the same page with all of that, right? So you already have some kind of established business, even if you've only had like your first client. Um, If you haven't, still listen, because this is going to be super relevant for you as soon as you get anything going and anything off the ground. But I'm I'm not going to be talking about things like websites or branding or logos. I'm going to assume that you have that as to some degree already, okay? I'm assuming that you're not a complete fresh beginner and I'm assuming that we're on the same page with mindset and in particular money mindset being one of the things that can contribute to feeling stuck and not getting momentum in your business. So I've said that and that's my caveat. (laughs) Um, But you know me, it's impossible to separate your mindset from the practical in business. But we are gonna be talking super practical today. So I just have to take it that the mindset piece is a given. Okay, so number one, you want to answer this question. Where do you want to go? (laughs) And what do you already have? So the first, and it might be obvious, but not always, the first place to start with this is where do you want to go? Like, what do you want to achieve? What's your vision for your business? What are you aiming for? Do you have goals? And when you're doing that, when you're really getting clear on actually what do I want for my business, eliminate the shoulds. Do yourself a favor. Don't be telling yourself you should be doing this or should be doing that. Make sure that when you're getting clear on your vision for yourself, for your business, for how it's going to serve you, how it's going to serve the people that you want it to serve, how it's going to leap forward, the kind of goals you want to be hitting, all of that good stuff. Make sure that you're really connected to your soul, to your desires. And let's not be building you a business that you don't love. Yeah, (laughs) I've got no interest in helping you build a business other than one that you're like obsessed with because it's so cool. So let me ask you, do you have goals? Have you mapped out some possible paths to get there? If not, sit tight because I have got something coming up soon that you're going to love. So don't worry about that. But in the meantime, time, just set one. Stop overthinking it. Just set a goal for yourself. When we don't have any goals for ourselves, we just don't get the same kind of results because we've got nothing to measure against, nothing to aim for. Um, And I can do a whole big speech on goals and setting them the right way and (laughs) setting them the wrong way. But I will just say this, make sure that it's something that excites you and that you can put your energy behind. And personally, I don't like to assign a time uh, limit to a goal because I think that that can work really against us mindset wise. And I would rather just keep at that goal until I make it happen and then create a new goal. Okay, but set yourself some goals. So when you know really where you're going and what you really want to do, then it's so so much easier to figure out what you need next in your business, of course, right? So it might sound like an obvious starting piece, but it's the kind of work that gets skipped over because that big vision piece for you and your business can feel like a bit fluffy or a bit airy-fairy and not really like practical, but it's so essential so that you don't end up creating a business that you don't love. And then the other piece of setting goals, if, if it's something that you haven't done before because they frighten you, I get it. I know that it can make you feel that fear of failure, but go back and listen to my episodes on failure and why it's necessary. Just set a goal. Just give yourself a challenge. Tell yourself it's okay if you don't hit it, but you're going to damn well try to, right? And the thing is, is, for me, there's no not hitting a goal. There is no not achieving a result. It's just a matter of when. And this is why I don't put timelines typically on goals for myself unless it feels really good and motivating and exciting and abundant and expansive to do so. So I will let you check in with your soul on that piece. But set yourself a goal. Make sure you're clear on where you're going because if you don't know the destination, how am I going to help you get there? (laughs) Okay, so let's say that you have done that piece. Now let's look at what you already have. 
Another reason that I see people slowing down in their business and not moving forward as fast as they could, not getting results as quickly as they could, is because they, there's always this desire and almost this propensity to want to create something new all of the time, right? And the reason often that you can want to create something new is maybe you're a creative person, you're an ideas person, love that, me too, so am I, um, but that can actually go against you. We'll talk about that in a minute. Not that part of your personality goes against you, don't misunderstand me, but you need to know how to channel that creativity in the way that I've had to learn how to do that. Or the other reason, one of the really big reasons why people often want to create something new is because they created something or they have something in their business. It's not performing how they want it to perform. It's not converting how they want it to convert. And they're frustrated. They feel like it's failed and they want to just scrap it and move on to the next thing. No don't do that. (laughs) Stop. Do not pass go. And here's why. If you've gone to the time and effort of setting up any part of a revenue stream in your business and it isn't yet functioning beautifully, by which I mean predictably converting to the point that it feels like a well-oiled machine, predictably generating sales and income, then this is what your business needs next. It needs that steady, reliable cash flow. Yes. Okay. And so just go back and clear up that point because I've realized I've opened a loop and I have not closed it. If you're, if that's not you, and actually it's just because you get so excited about new ideas and you want to create, 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 and that's amazing. But for me, what's helped is having somewhere, some kind of container to capture those ideas so that I don't feel like they are lost or just buzzing around in my brain. But I also now prioritize the things that I'm creating and working on. And as I've started to create less in my business, the revenue streams that I have work even better. So I always tell my one-to-one coaching clients, that we need to be building their business like a layer cake. So we need to get the first layer done. We need it baked. We need the icing on the top of that layer before we put the next layer on. Get one layer down, get one thing in your business working really excellently. Give it that time and attention and focus. And then you can easily add on something else and then give it the time and attention and focus it requires for it to start working beautifully. And this is something that I see slowing people down so often is that when you hop from one new thing that you've created to another, regardless of your motivation there, whether it is that fear that, oh no, it failed, I'll just try something new, or whether it is because you're just excited and creative and you have a ton of ideas, either way, when you hop onto the next thing and you haven't given that first idea the chance to pan out. It was a complete waste of your time and effort, my love. And like, why do that to yourself? If you went to the effort of creating something for your business, then do it a favor, do yourself a favor and give it a proper chance to succeed before moving on to the next thing. Because then that's how you get multiple revenue streams working really well in your business. It's not by working on 10 of them at once or creating thing after thing after thing in the hope that one will just suddenly hit the right mark or one will just suddenly work. No, that's not how it happens. Create one thing, work at it, until you get it converting beautifully, until it becomes a money-making machine or a well-oiled machine, depending on what the thing is in your business, and then (laughs) layer on the next piece. Okay, so the second thing I want you to do then, off the back of all of that, so you've got your vision, you've got some goals, you know kind of where you're headed, and you've done a really good recce and taken stock of what you already have in your business. Now I would love you to pick one revenue stream and see what it needs next, okay? So this is the one layer of your business that you're gonna be working on now, and everything else is deprioritized. When you do that, you do yourself such a favor. Okay, so pick that one revenue stream and then look at it and ask yourself, what does it need next? So the first place to look really is that kind of zoomed out view of the end to end of that revenue stream and see if any pieces are missing. So do you have an end-to-end process that takes somebody from never heard of you before, have no idea about you and what you do, all the way through the steps to paid up, raving fan, and 
customer or client, depending on the phrasing you use in your business. If you don't have that whole end-to-end process, then ask yourself, which piece is missing? I'll give you an example here for my business. So we'll look at my um, one-to-one coaching practice. So that is one of my revenue streams. How am I drawing people in? Well, I have multiple different ways that people get to know me. So it could be stumbling across my podcast. It could be some of the organic marketing that we're doing on Facebook in other people's groups. You could just literally trip over my website by accident. Unlikely that you'd have searched for corriejavid.com if you didn't find it. Um, But you know, you could have searched for something and found me. There's lots of different ways that you could find me right? But I have a number of different mechanisms for capturing attention, organic marketing, paid um, Facebook advertising, sometimes my podcast, being on social media in a couple of places. These are all places that I'm showing up and getting in front of people in the hope that they discover me and my business and what I do, right? So I have, that's the first way of gathering the attention, And then we can look at how I am providing value up front. So I am providing value up front by creating this podcast or by creating um, social media posts with great tips and advice or motivational pep talks in them. All of these different things that I'm doing, these pieces that get somebody's attention, lure them in, build a relationship with them, establish that all important know, like, and trust. And then how am I converting them? So I'm converting people into one-to-one coaching clients, largely, um, well, to be honest, at this point in my business, largely um, people who are working with me one-to-one like to continue. So that means that I'm not actually out there looking for a ton of clients. But previously, before that was true, I would be talking about the fact that I had open spaces when that was true on, let's say back then it would have been on my live stream. So I was every week often saying things like, over in my Facebook group, saying things like, um, hey, if you want to work with me, I've got one space opening up next month, book yourself a discovery call and let's chat. And so I have the mechanisms for that discovery call all automated. People can book it. They can chat with me about working together. It's an established process. I convert people off of discovery calls reliably. I have that piece nailed. And then I have a slick onboarding system for new clients too. So can you see that all of those pieces that add up together. And of course, there'll be some little bits and bobs that I've missed out, but just giving you that overview end to end for that revenue stream. I have a way of gaining people's attention. I have a way of building a relationship with them and I have a way of converting them into a paying client. I have every piece of that process in place and each piece is working really well. And so if that wasn't true, that would be my main focus right now. The only reason that my one-to-one coaching revenue stream is not my main focus in my business in terms of what we're working on behind the scenes, like project focus. I say that because my one-to-one clients are always my number one priority in terms of where I'm putting my energy. But in terms of actually doing things behind the scene and what my business needs next, my business doesn't need me to focus on that revenue stream because that one is a well-oiled machine. It is reliably bringing people in and converting them at the rate that we need them to. Does this make sense? So I've looked at that revenue stream and I know that it doesn't actually need anything from me next. So I'm good to layer on the next thing. So then I could be looking at one of my other revenue streams like my Limitless Money course and seeing if I'm happy with how that's converting or my template shop, whatever the thing may be. So I want you to do this. I want you to zoom out, take each of your revenue streams, or if you only have one, perfect, start with that one and look end to end. And this is a really great place to tell you about my three C's of making more sales, my three C's of revenue streams, okay? Write this down. (laughs) First of all, C number one is you want a way to capture, C is for capture, you want a way to capture attention with your message. So that could be a paid ad, that could be organic social media posts, that could be you showing up in somebody else's Facebook group, it could be you showing up on your own social media feeds, anything that draws people into your inner circle, as I like to call it, into your sphere of influence, guess what, you're in mine (laughs) right now. 
So my podcast is one of these pieces that I use to first of all capture attention. So the podcast is used to capture attention by we actually run Facebook ads to some of the podcast episodes sometimes. We talk about the episodes on social. People can discover us in the charts on iTunes. So that's how we would capture attention with the message. Does this make sense? So the first C is capture. So have a look at your revenue stream. Do you need some help with capturing that attention? So is that what your business needs next? Is it a reliable method or a number of reliable methods to capture attention with your message, whatever your message is? Now that your your message could be come and buy my really excellent, I don't know, wool socks, whatever it is. (laughs) It doesn't really matter what your message is, but be clear on what your message is and have a look if that part for this particular revenue stream is set up and operating perfectly. The next C in these three Cs of making more sales for each revenue stream is connect. So do you have a way to connect with people once you've captured their attention? How are you connecting with them? How are you building relationships? Connection and relationships are what leads to sales. People buy from people, from human brands, right? People don't buy from big, faceless organizations hardly at all anymore. They really want that interaction. And if you have a personal brand, then of course, this is even more important that you really want to be nurturing that connection with people. And so this is the point at which you are building that know, like, and trust. You probably hear internet marketers talk about all the time. When people know you because you've captured their attention, they like you because you've connected with them and they trust you because you've provided value up front. You showed up consistently for them wherever they're expecting you to show up then they are much more likely to feel ready to buy whatever it is that you are offering that could help them, right? So the second C is for connect. So does the revenue stream that you are analyzing right now Does it have a clear and working way to connect with people? How are you doing that? So for me, that would be the actual content of this podcast. So in terms of capture, people might discover my podcast, but in terms of connection, people might listen to this and now they're going to listen to this and they're either going to think, who is this woman? What the heck is a dash of woo? I don't want anything to do with this and run the other in the other direction. That's fine. Goodbye. Not my people. I don't mind. Not I'm not for everybody and we shouldn't want to be, right? We shouldn't want to be that vanilla marketing to everyone and therefore marketing to no one. But we want a way to connect with our people. So how are you doing that? So for me, for most of my revenue streams, the biggest way that I'm doing that is here on the podcast. The other way that I'm doing that is I show up regularly in my Facebook group. I love chatting with and building relationships with all of the women over there and talking about what's been celebratory in their week, sharing with them tips and advice, asking them what's going on in their world and how I can help them. So that's another way that I connect them. And I connect with people via my email list. So every Tuesday, I write an email and it's almost all of the time exclusive content that I write only for my email list in that way that I really want to speak from my heart to the hearts of the people, the lovely women on my email list, if that's you, love you, and connect with the women there. Does that make sense? So connection and relationships lead to ongoing relationships, which lead to sales and not just sales, but sales of people who are big brand advocates for you, sales from people who are excited to buy from you, who are the people that you've set up your business to help, right? And so that's why connection is so important. So have a look at that aspect for this particular revenue stream. Do you have a reliable way to connect? Now, just because for me, it's podcasting, emailing, and my Facebook group largely, for you, that could be showing up and doing an Instagram live once a week or a Facebook live. For me, that was for my first, like at least a year in business, I was doing Facebook lives every single week, at least once a week. That was how I was really showing up and connecting. It could be YouTube videos. It could be some other way doesn't really matter for you. But the thing is, is do you have at least one reliable way of showing up and connecting with your people and getting that particular piece working quickly? So don't be tempted to be doing all of the things under the connection category. So don't be tempted to feel like, well, I need to do Facebook lives and a podcast and YouTube videos and Instagram lives. No, no, no. Nail one thing first. 
show up in one place then it makes most sense for you because you love the place and also makes makes most sense for your ideal type of client and where they're hanging out okay so number one is capture number two is connect and the third and final piece of the three c's to make more sales is convert learn how to convert i don't want to hear you telling me that you hate selling you don't know how to sell i know that might be how you feel i get it but the truth of the matter is, if you have a business, my love, you need to learn how to sell in a way that feels authentic and genuine. And you need to just show up and commit to that. It doesn't have to be some icky, salesy, sleazy, gross process. Trust me, it can feel like the most wonderful experience when you get on a call, for example, with an ideal client who is already sold on working with you. Guess why they're already sold on working with you? Because you did a really great job of that connection piece that we just talked about. And you have a chat with them and they're like, sign me up. I want to throw my credit card at you. (laughs) You know, it doesn't have to be a horrible situation selling. I know that so many of us are brought up to believe that to be true about sales and to believe things like, I am just not a born salesperson. I just find sales hard and awkward. I just feel uncomfortable selling. Limiting beliefs and stories are those. (laughs) So I would suggest that if you aren't converting, with ease for your product or service for this particular revenue stream, uh, then definitely put your attention and focus there. And maybe that is what your business needs next. So if you are reliably capturing people's attention, if you are building connection and that piece is working well, then the next thing for you to focus on and what your business needs next is you need to learn how to convert, my love. Because what is the point of drawing people in and connecting with them if you can't sell to them in a way that feels good to you feels good to them and results in reliable sales. If this is something that you're like, okay, I get it. I need to learn how to convert more easily. I know that this is a really common thing that people struggle with. Send me an email over to um, team at corriejavid.com or send me a message in Instagram if this is you because I know I've been hearing this a lot from ladies lately and maybe I'll create something for you because this is something I could definitely help you with. But in the meantime, that is where you should be putting your focus and attention and simply showing up. One way you could just get started right now is to stop telling yourself that you don't like selling or stop telling yourself that you suck at sales don't do that (laughs) start telling yourself start affirming something that would be more empowering instead even if it feels too much of a leap to be like I'm incredible at sales what about something like I am choosing to believe that I can find selling effortless and easy or something like that come up with something that works for you and start priming your mindset first it's amazing how you can actually influence sales just by working on your mindset when you've got lots of the other kind of functional and practical pieces in place but maybe that's what your business needs next maybe it needs you to really focus on the mindset and some of the practicalities to get that particular revenue stream working Okay, so let's have an let's look at an example here to really drive these three C's home Let's say you have one particular product or service that you're selling. I'm just going to go with a silly example. I don't know, I'm in a bit of a silly mood today. Let's just go with the wool socks. I don't know why that's a silly example. If you have a wool sock business, I don't mean to in any way demean your business. Let's go with wool socks. Just to make the kind of point here that this is applicable to anybody selling anything, product, service, whatever. So first of all, does the do you have a way to capture people's attention so they actually are aware of your brand? That's the first thing. The C, maybe you could be using a lead magnet of some description to try to grab people's attention and lure them into your sphere of influence, take that step into your inner circle. So for the wool sock business, let's see, what would like a lead magnet be? Maybe um, 10 reasons why wearing natural socks made from wool is good for your health. I don't know. (laughs) That could be your lead magnet, right? And so that might be one way of capturing your ideal client's attention because maybe your ideal clients are people who care about natural fibers and the environment and naturally occurring materials and then stick with me here on this example (laughs) and then the next piece is to connect so how are you now you've got the people on your email list but what are you doing with them how are you connecting with them well maybe your will stock business has a kind of cheeky side to it and you send them weekly emails telling them giving them tips about 
things that they are interested in. So other ways to cut out man-made fibers and fabrics from their life. So you're keeping on topic with them, you're providing value to them, but you're also keeping your product um, top of mind. So you give them 10 ways and one of the ways is buying your socks, right? And so that could be uh, an email nurture sequence that you create, a series of emails that you write and you automate in whatever you're using, ConvertKit, ActiveCampaign, if you're still using MailChimp. Oh, stop struggling with that, my love. Um, Maybe you love MailChimp, hey? Maybe it's just me. (laughs) You create it those um I, I typically use like seven email sequence but you could start with like three just to get going but a few emails so that once they join your email list they start getting to know you they start building up that know like and trust and you do that by connecting with them and that's that connection piece right by showing up and providing value and staying top of mind And so then the last piece, let's say you've got that working. So your lead magnet is working beautifully. It's attracting the right type of people who love to buy wool socks to your email list. The email nurture sequence, that connection piece, C number two um, is working fantastically. Then the next thing that your business needs is a way to reliably convert them. So for a product like this, maybe you offer them a limited time period discount. So if you buy a pair of wool socks within the next 48 hours, I'm going to give you 10% off. Or maybe you send them a little video that you know works really well as a conversion because it tells them all the whys and hows about wearing wool socks. Whatever the thing is, you need to figure out what converts for your people. So we call that a conversion event typically when it's in some kind of automated sequence like we're talking about here. And this is just like one way that you could be looking at a product or service that you have and that that revenue stream that it represents and looking at where are the holes here in the process? Do I have this reliable way to attract people in? Do I have this reliable way to connect with them in a way that builds a really solid relationship and gives value upfront? Do I have a way that I can rely on to convert these people into paying customers and clients? Once you do, amazing. Then you get to move on to the next revenue stream in your business. So that's how you know what you need to do next in your business. You go through those three C's of each of your revenue stream that you've picked and you pick the revenue stream because it aligns with your goals, right? Just backtracking there and your goal aligns to your vision. So vision leads to your goal. Your goal leads to which revenue stream is going to be the one to get you to the goal quickest. Focus on that one and then go through these three C's to see what your business needs next. Is this making sense? I hope so. And so actually, just FYI, (laughs) for each of these things, capture, connect and convert, there are templates that can help you with those things over in the template shop. And I'm giving you one for free this week. So go and get one. For example, if you have a lead magnet and you're like, I don't know what to do with it now. Well, you need a landing page. I have a template tells you all about that. You also need to know how and where to promote that lead magnet. I also have a template for that, the lead magnet promotion template. If you have all of that set up, but you're like, I don't actually know what to be emailing these people. I have an email nurture sequence template. And again, you can get one of these for free this week. Hello, (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) And if you're like, I need a different way to build connections with people and draw people in, maybe you want to run a challenge. I have a challenge template. If you're like, actually, before I even do this, I need to nail my pricing because I don't understand how looking at my current prices, this particular revenue stream, these more socks are going to get me to that goal that I set at the top of this show. Well, then I have the perfect pricing plug and play template. Go and get your hands on that. My point is I have templates for so many different things that you can might want to be doing next in your business rather than spending all that time a-googling and a-youtubing, who has time for that, Uh, and scratching your head and figuring it out and trying to perfect it. Don't bother. Just grab my way of doing it. This is literally how I do things in my business and they work and they work for my clients. They work for the women that buy these templates. Go and get one. Head over to coriejavid.com forward slash shop and pick which one you want for free if you are listening during free template week which as a reminder is the 7th of October to the 13th of October get one for free by heading over and following the instructions at coriejavid.com forward slash free template week now we get one free and you know enjoy the results that follow you're welcome okay so 
And those are some of the things that you can be looking at to answer the question of what do you need to do next in your business. But we're not actually done there because it's not just about defining your vision, setting a goal, and then picking one revenue stream and looking at the three C's. What you need to do is you need to test, refine, and repeat that end-to-end revenue stream. So For example, let's um, say that you have just launched a course and that is one of your revenue streams and this is the one that you want to focus your attention on. Now, there's no point just getting those three C's set up and then walking away. You don't just want to create a way to capture attention. You don't just want to create a way of connecting with your people and you don't just want to create a way of converting you want those three things to work reliably right and so that takes a little bit of attention it just means that as a business owner this is one of our jobs it is looking at those aspects of a revenue stream and asking ourselves is this working at the best possible rate is this performing in an optimal way is there anything I could do here to make this work even better and that's where I see again people moving too quickly on to the next thing to the next layer in the layer cake because you're excited about doing the next thing but actually if you could just spend a small amount of time making a couple of little adjustments and or and or just committing to regularly checking in with that revenue stream to make sure that it's continuing to perform as expected it can make such a difference we don't want to actually set it and forget it with our business we want to find ways to be making it work even better because guess what when a revenue stream works really well. It's like having a cash cow, right? (laughs) When you just know that you can always fill your one-to-one service, when you just know you can always sell out of your woolen socks, whatever the thing is, it's so comforting, right? And it means that you have leverage because you can rely on that revenue stream perhaps to help you build out the next one. And you've got that working beautifully. But my point is here is don't just skip along to the next thing and then forever leave it behind. Either build in a period of letting it bed in and seeing if you make any tiny little adjustments and improvements to really make it work and sing and hum beautifully and or commit to regularly checking back in with it and just seeing how it's doing and looking at those results like how many people who are landing on my landing page are signing up to my email list oh that's dropped what's happened you know um or how many people are opening the emails in my email nurture sequence oh that one's doing really well i wonder why that is how can i apply what i've learned from that to the others do you see what i mean so that's part of our job as online business owners is doing that that kind of work and that's the kind of work that gets forgotten and it's just like looking at each of your revenue streams like a fun puzzle that you get to kind of play with every now and then and tune up and make it work and like I said hum even better I'm just really mixing my analogies there it was like an engine and a puzzle all in one well I'm just going with it (laughs) okay but the point being you don't want to do something like creating a lead magnet and a landing page and then promoting it and then setting up an automated email nurture sequence and then not doing actually anything with it beyond that and not giving it that time and attention and focus to get it working beautifully for your business. And of course, that's just one way that the three C's can work for a revenue stream. It doesn't mean that every revenue stream needs a lead magnet. Don't misunderstand me. But, you know, just to illustrate there, we don't want to set up those three C's for a revenue stream and then not give them the benefit of the time that they need to really come to fruition. And so I know this bit isn't sexy, yeah, (laughs) but it is cool because when it works well, it means cash in the bank. So what's not to like about that? Okay. And actually, this is why I'm always fully booked and with a waiting list because I took the time to perfect those three C's for my one-to-one coaching revenue stream. Could I have made that happen sooner? Absolutely, because I wasn't always focused on what my business needs next, as I talked about at the top of the show. Now I've learned that lesson. I am focused AF now, as you can imagine. I always know what my business needs next, and I always keep my eyes on that prize. 
Okay, there is a bonus to the three C's. So the three C's would capture, connect, and convert. There's a kind of like a plus one, a fourth C, if you will, which leads to even more sales. Once you get those first three C's of your revenue stream set up, humming, working, producing, consistent, reliable results, amazing. Other than giving yourself a high five and doing a little happy dance, there is a fourth C, and the fourth C is for continue. And so that, what I mean by that is to continue the relationship with the customers or clients that are coming to you and purchasing within that revenue stream. Before you move on to building out a new revenue stream or putting your attention on another revenue stream that already exists in your business, I would say actually if you, get, if you have those three C's working really well for one revenue stream, then what you need next in your business is a way to bolt on this fourth C, which is to find a way to maximize the lifetime value of a particular client or customer which is to say, how can you continue the relationship with them? So they come to the end of your one-to-one service. How could you continue to support them in a paid way? What does she need next that you could provide an offer for her? Or they've bought one of your pairs of woolen socks. Sticking with it, (laughs) stubbornly sticking with this analogy. Um, What could you do to get more sales from that one client? Could you offer them a discount on their second pair? Could you offer them a once a year woolen sock subscription so they get a fresh couple of pairs every year? I don't know. The point is, what can you be doing to get more sales from that one client? And again, I see people really fixated on getting new people into their audience to converting new people into clients and customers great at first, but what about all of those people who are already raving fans of yours? Don't overlook them. Find ways to keep serving them. Keep helping them with your products and services. So that is the bonus fourth C. Okay, so I'm hoping that this rundown today of the three C's has really helped you to know what you need next in your business. And maybe it's given you some ideas for which of the Limitless Mother templates you're going to go and choose as your free one. I don't know why, I'm kind of singing it. (laughs) Um, But, you know, if you've been listening to this and looking at one of your revenue streams and you're like, ah, this is what my business needs next, go and grab your free template implement it fast. The point of these is that they are super quick to implement. Don't buy it and sit on it thinking it's going to be hard, my love. It won't be. Trust me. This is why I've made them fast answers, fast results. Go and implement your new template and tell me about it. I love to celebrate you and high five you and see what you are achieving with my templates. Definitely tag me um, on posts on Instagram or slide into my DMs and let me know or send me an email at team at corriejavid.com. But it's definitely time for a dash of woo, don't you agree? This has been like a super practical topic this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. I know it's a bit of a longer episode than normal, but I really wanted to give you all of the goods here so that you know what to do for your business next. You know what your business next needs, and you now have that clarity of focus. Waha! Waha! What even is waha? I don't know. It's some way of celebrating. (laughs) Okay, but we still need a dash of woo. Yes. Okay. I think we all agree that. And the thing is, is although today has been super practical, I do want to make a note that it's not about being in our feminine energy all of the time, right? I know I love to talk about being in our feminine energy because I think it's something we can use to our advantage much more, but sometimes we do need a bit of the masculine energy and get the kind of practical stuff done, implement the thing, get the thing working. It's all about balance. That's the key word there, the balance between the feminine and the masculine. And so I know that if you've been around here any length of time, you're probably down with mindset work, right? Of course you are. So I want to make sure that you're not just feeling limitless, but you're showing up and taking action like the limitless mother that I know you are. Actually, side note, fun story, and then I promise I will get to the dash of woo. Um, I recently started working with a new client. She's rolled off my waiting list and into my private coaching program. And she was telling me that she has completed the Limitless Money course 
and she listens to the podcast all the time. Hello, my love, waving at you. Um, and she does, and she's implemented her own daily mindset practice. And she was telling me all these incredible things that she's been doing off the back of that work already in her business and how much further her business had already moved forward since we had our discovery call a couple of months back by doing all of this work. And she was like, right, I'm here. I'm ready to learn. I get it. I am on board with the mindset work. Here up front are a couple of my limiting beliefs. And here's what I've been doing about them. I mean, dream client, can I just say? Um, And so I guess my point is that I know that this client is going to get some mega results in us working together because she gets it. She gets that it's about mindset. It's about clearing up your money mindset. It's about getting your mindset on point so that you can believe your success is inevitable. And so that actually leads us back into today's dash of woo. Because once you've pinned down what you need next in your business, which I hope you have now, then you'll need some trust and some resilience to make that happen. So a lack of either or both of these things is what causes people most frequently to actually want to give up or want to hop on to the next thing. So what I want you to do is get really clear in your mind what this one thing is that your business needs next and which is going to have your attention and focus. And I want you to write it down somewhere. Write it down every damn day if you can. That can really help. And as you're doing it, feel into the feelings of it being certain, of it already being achieved. Know that it's inevitable that this thing is going to happen. So for example, if your thing that you need next in your business is that you already have the first and second C set up for revenue stream, you've got a way that you're capturing attention, you've got a way that you're building connection, but you're not reliably converting, then write down something along the lines of, I always convert with ease, or I am starting to convert with more ease every day, or whatever feels true for you. Don't say I will, or I am going to. Always use I am, or I am choosing to, or I'm starting to, and but with more every day. Something in those, that kind of phrasing works best with your subconscious, because otherwise you'll get stuck in always, but it's it always being true that I will, but not I am. Does that make sense? So it's something in the future. We want to bring it into the present. So, but write it down, write down the thing that your business needs next in the form of an affirmation. Write it down every day, feel into it every day, or put it somewhere that you can read it every day. We want it really front and center so that it's working in your subconscious behind the scenes so that you are feeling into those feelings of it being true already, feeling into that feeling of it just being inevitable. You're just waiting for reality to catch up because when you can get yourself into that place, then you become a vibrational match for the thing. Even if you have no idea how you're going to make it happen at this point, do this every day and suddenly you will start noticing things happening because you're getting your subconscious on site. So by getting your subconscious on side and working with you, you're telling yourself that it's a done deal. Your subconscious will be looking for ways to make that true, to make it a done deal. You'll get ideas, flashes of creativity. Your brain will be working on it in the background for you. Amazing. Um, When you do this, when you repeat this to yourself every day, either write it down, say it out loud, read it, and feel into those feelings, you're doing the work on the energetic side too. And so when you're certain that this is going to happen, and it's happening already, and it's just a matter of reality catching up, then you're a vibrational match for the outcome you desire. You're in the vibration of the solution, not the problem. So you attract the outcome you desire to yourself all the quicker. That is the law of attraction, baby. (laughs) Okay, does this make sense? So I want you to take what your business needs next, turn it into an affirmation, say it, read it, feel it, most importantly, every single day. And that is going to be the dash of woo that makes all the difference for how you're showing up for that thing that your business needs next amazing. Okay, so if your business next needs a landing page, go to the template shop. If your business next needs an email nurture sequence, go to the template shop. If your business next needs a challenge that converts and grows your tribe, head over to the Limitless Mother template shop. If your business next needs a podcast, guess what? I've got some solo and guest episode outlines there for you head over to the template shop. If your business next needs a pricing structure that can actually price your products and services in a way that get you to your goals, 
head over to the Limitless Mother Template Shop. I could keep going. Oh, I'll just say the last one. Um, if your business next needs your mindset on point, then you probably want the guided manifestation meditation template. Head over to the Limitless Mother Template Shop. So corriejavid.com forward slash shop. And if you're listening during free template week, then make sure you get your free one. Make sure when you click on the email, so when you've, if you're already on the email list, you already have an email. If you're not, then you will get this email. There will be an email which has a link for each of the templates. So go to the shop first, choose which one you want for free, go back to the email and click on the link corresponding to the one that you want. The first link you click on will be the template you receive. Uh, there'll be no quibbling, there will be no second chances, uh, you're only getting one. So make sure you click on the right one. So choose wisely go and pour over each of them decide which one your business needs next to get you those results that you want to get you those clients heading your way those relationships being built that cash in the bank that mindset on point whatever it is you need head over there corriejavid.com forward slash shop figure it out grab it and let me know let me know what you think about your free template i am doing free template week just because i love you and i want to give you a gift and what better gift than a leap forward in your business by stealing my secrets my way of doing something and replicating it with ease in your business i love you and appreciate you thanks for hanging out with me today it's so good to be back on my podcast game <laughs> if you want to find out more about today show, you can head over to the show notes, which you will find at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash what your business needs next. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.